0: truth hurts, the truth hurts, so you about to feel pain, and I got a new word, God said I got a new word, cause it's off with the name, Savage Truth, Savage Truth, it's the Savage Truth, the Savage Truth. Welcome to the Savage Truth, I am Pastor Roy Dockery, and uh, it's, it's been a minute, it's been a minute. So... Um, Real quick, couple of updates. Yes, those are a bunch of Funko Pops behind my head. Um, Yes, my haircut is different depending on the last time you watched the video. Um, Yeah, I am wearing new merch. You can find the link in the description below and we rebuilt the entire store. Uh, Yes, we changed the name of the platform or the the channel from the Pastor Roy Dockery channel to the Savage Truth Network. So those are just a few things um, that are going on right now. Oh, I also canceled Patreon. Um, So you could just join the Discord for free, which is in the description below. Um, There will be memberships in Discord if you want to support the channel, all of that good stuff. But got to do less so I can do more. And Patreon was too much. Um, And I appreciate everybody that was supporting and it was generating income. We had like 50 plus um, consistent members, but I was not putting content there. Um, And I do not feel right taking money from people, even if it's for support, um, if I'm not leveraging the platform that they're paying the support on. So we're more active on discord. So instead of, you know, just collecting money from people on Patreon and then trying to push everybody on the discord, I just shut down the Patreon. Um, yeah, I apologize. My bad. Um, yeah. And then we we got it popping on discord. So if you were following us on Patreon, if you were thinking about following us on Patreon, join the discord It's free. Um, there are ways for you to boost the server. Right. There are memberships that will be dropping here soon. That you can join as well. So a couple of quick updates from the Savage Truth Network, and you'll get to see the other members of kind of the Savage Truth family on Discord, their videos, their content, um, their feedback, their information, all of that good stuff. All right. So so, so now we're talking to each other. So um, I'm gonna jump in real quick, right? So again, from the Discord, uh, there's a channel in Discord called Ask Pastor Roy, where people kind of get to to come in and just levy share their their thoughts, their ideas, their concerns, um, and whatnot. So we got one of those for the Savage Truth community um, from from one of the um, from one of the folks in the Savage Truth. So we're going to read the question, right? This is an Ask Pastor Roy question, and then I'm gonna jump into my response. So it was uh, so the question reads. Wanted to get your opinion about a piece I read where Dr. Michael Heiser talks about people who aren't getting fed in their local congregation, but they have friends there. Um, A great sense of community and the church is solid in every way except the teaching is very shallow. Dr. Heiser stated it was his mission to help those people learn how to study the Bible so they could feed themselves and the byproduct being they can remain at their current church. I'm definitely for people learning to study the Bible on their own regardless of their church affiliation. My question is, should a Christian stay in the church? Um, They feel they, um, they, they feel they have outgrown spiritually. If they do stay, what suggestions do you have for them? So that that's a lot, right? So basically, I mean, the question is like, should someone stay somewhere where they don't feel like they're being biblically fed, right? Like if they're not being fed in the church, should they remain in that, in that congregation? And, I guess we have to, like, first we have to establish, right, because this is what Pastor Roy does. You ask me a question, and I'm giving you a question back. But first, what are you considering to be the church, right? So if the church is the collective body of believers, then whose responsibility is it in the church to make sure that people are spiritually fed, right? Like, is it the is it just the pastor's responsibility, or is that because we look at our current church structures, like like corporate hierarchies, Versus the communities that churches are actually intended to be right because the Bible talks about how God gave to the church right teachers preachers prophets evangelists, right Um, people with the gifts of hospitality like all the gifts is what constitutes the church. So what a lot of people run into is that you have a pastor who's gifted as a preacher, but he might not be gifted as a teacher. So you want somebody to dive into the Bible with you and Dr. Michael Heiser, it, but that's also a reason why a lot of the teachers that you all seem to have such an affinity for on YouTube and um, and all of the biblical scholars, they're not pastors, right? Because they don't have the patience for the equipping and of the saints, because they can't deal with the personalities, the issues, the the the, the drama. It's very hard. To find all of those qualities in an individual, somebody who can be your psychologist and your counselor and your in your in your Bible study theologian. Right. Like a lot of times people who are more um, who are more lean towards teaching sometimes don't have the gifts necessary to be as pastoral in their care, which is why also like you have a like groups of elders and deacons and pastoral staff so that you have all of those gifts represented. So. One of the things that I would say is that, first of all, when the responsibility of the church um, is to be the representation of Christ in the community, I don't like, you know, picking and choosing what church that you attend should really be based on what gift you have and what you bring to that community, right? So if you're a very knowledgeable, Bible-leaning person who loves to be taught or who loves to teach, and the fact that the church doesn't have it, it may mean that you're supposed to bring it to that church right or or you're supposed to be there and help facilitate a relationship or maybe a connection to someone who brings that gift of teaching into the church because what's not a reality which is what most people try to establish especially when it comes to traditional church structure is that like the answer to every problem in the church is the pastor and i'll tell you right now i am not that person right like like pastor roy is not going to spend a significant amount of time um, like doing like doing theological exegetical Bible studies with you. Not because I can't, but like that's not that's not where I operate best in my gifting, right? I operate best in my gifting and equipping people. That's why I lead leaders for a living, right? Like that's how God made me. So I know other people who are who are excellent Bible teachers, but are not really good at developing leaders. So like, should I take my time and try to be, as effective as a Bible teacher as them or should they teach the Bible and I'll develop the leaders because we're one bodily fitly joined together based on the differences in the skill sets that we have right so what we have to understand is the point of the church is right we're supposed to be the body collectively coming together so when we see a gap that doesn't necessarily mean that the church is failing that mean the church is missing a person right the church is missing a gift So it may not be an oversight. It's not an intentional, you know, like, we're not trying to feed you. It just may be a gift that maybe the person in leadership does not have. But also the question is, are you only looking for that one person to be supporting you? Like, are there other people within the church? Are there small groups within the church? Are there women's groups within the church? Are there men's groups in the church? Other dynamics within the church where people are doing teaching. But if you're expecting to be taught on Sunday... That's not what it's for. <laughs> right. Like, and this might be an unpopular opinion. And I say it when I preach. I say it when I have to open with prayer. The purpose of church on Sunday is for us to be a light to the world. And the purpose of every saved person walking into the building on Sunday is to be there to support the one unsaved person who might be coming through that door. Like, if you think we're supposed to be going into deep exegetical study of the Bible every Sunday, then you're not expecting anyone unsaved to come to church. And if you're not expecting unsaved people to come to church who need to hear the gospel and get Jesus, then we really don't understand the purpose of church. Right? The way that we come together, the way that we love one another is what makes people want to be saved, right? Because the, 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 the scriptures, the word of God is foolishness to those who don't believe. So if an unbeliever walked into your church and you're doing an exegetical study of the book of Genesis like they're they're just going to walk away like we're we're not even digging into the gospel like we're just studying the bible on sunday like study the bible on 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 monday like but when you come together right the point is to be coming together to show people what biblical community looks like to show people what the worship of god looks like to show people what the love of god looks like Right. And just because we already have that, that doesn't mean that's something that we shouldn't want repeated every Sunday for the whoever it is that walks in that doesn't have that. So they could see it. They can feel it and want to experience it. So one, it's what is the responsibility of the church? Then it's what is the responsibility of the pastor? Every pastor is not gifted in the same way. Pastoring is a gift. The tolerance and the patience to deal with people, to develop people, to care for people, to love people is a gift. Everybody who teaches should not be a pastor. Everybody who preaches should not be a pastor, right? But since we've made pastor an occupation instead of a, a gifting or a calling, there are a lot of teachers who are functioning as pastors. There are a lot of preachers who are functioning as pastors. There are a lot of there are a lot of prophets who are functioning as pastors. There are a lot of um, evangelists who are functioning as pastors, and then there are gaps in other places because. People aren't falling in to actually apply all of those giftings to the to for the betterment of the body. So, you know, long story short, short answer, long answer, right? Like, um, yeah, if something's missing, and you have it, then you're probably supposed to provide it. And if you're somewhere that's lacking a dynamic in leadership. Right. And this is the other thing. Stop looking to leadership. Right. Stop. Why does everything need to be done by the people at the top of the church? Stop assuming because they have salaries that they have the time to do everything you need to do. But what I'm saying is you look within the body, right? Like the the pastor is not the body of Christ. The pastor is not the church. Just because the pastor isn't doing it, like if you have relationship and you're walking in biblical community, there can be other people in the church. Who are who are very astute biblical scholars, right? So, are we taking time to build relationships and to connect with other people in the church to see it might not be in leadership, it might not be in pastoral staff, it might not be in the ministry staff, but I mean, like one of the churches I went to in Delaware, there was like like a, a like a, just a member, a lay leader in the church who literally was a Bible teacher at a local university. So like he would teach people Bible all the time. He wasn't an elder, wasn't a deacon, wasn't a pastor. He was literally a teacher of religion in theology at, a, at like the University of Delaware, I think, right? And so he fulfilled that role of teaching, right? Like you've got the mothers in the church that do teaching. You got you got people in the church that love to do teaching. So the the one thing is is that we have to pay attention to the fact that within the body now, like within, like if you're building relationships within the congregation and no one seems to care about reading the Bible and there's not a, there's not a, um, there's not a projection coming from leadership, right. That there are things that we need. There's, there's gaps that we have. If you point out a gap, um, that, you know, that if they're, if they're dismissive of it, that's different. But like, we have to take the effort to say, okay, like if God placed me here um, are there things, right? Are there people here that I connect, that I can connect with, right? Not giving it, you know, a perfect example. Like you come to a church and like you expect to have like these relationships and certain dynamics with like other pastors or to have certain dynamics with, with certain people in the church. But like at the end of the day, like, like erase what you're thinking in your mind. Like I came here for relationship. So look for the relationships that God want to create. I created a bunch of relationships at our, at our current church that it wasn't what I was expecting. The relationships that I was expecting did not come to fruition. But I didn't let that, I didn't let that say, oh, well, I didn't get the relationship I thought I wanted. So let me go. It's like, okay, God, I came here for a relationship. So show me what those relationships should be. Right? So we have to stop, first of all, setting the expectation that the pastor is supposed to be fulfilling every purpose in the body of Christ, because he is not. Um, second, the leadership in and ministerial, in ministerial staff is also not the body of Christ. Like the body of Christ is the body of Christ. So if people have gifts, if people have passions, if people have callings on their life, then we should be willing to, to give them a chance, give them an opportunity and connect with those people and 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 if you go through that process right you went through leadership you went through lay leadership you you went through building relationships which takes a lot of patience which takes a lot of self control which takes a lot of fruits of the spirit which we're supposed to have abiding in us as christians that we profess right that's what we say so like we should have the patience to go through that process and then yeah if it's something that that there's no desire it just seems like you have a need that's not fulfilled there god should give you the peace Right. And give you the release to say, yes, like you've gone through the process. I've clarified for you what you want. And if you can't find it there, you can find it somewhere else. Because the thing is, it's not a matter of what that body is supposed to be doing for you. It's what you're supposed to be doing for that body. So if you can't find a place where you fit as the elbow, where you fit as the as the neck, where you fit as the hand, where you fit as the foot, then that means you're in the wrong body. Right. Because you can't find a place where you fit. That's different than standing somewhere and saying, I'm a hand. Where's the wrist? Right. Like where where is the, where's my support? That's not that's not how we're supposed to function. Right. We're fitly joined together. We should be going to find out where we connect and where we plug in. And if you can't find that place to plug in, when you understand who you are, when you understand whose you are, when you understand what you're called to do. Then that's when you probably need to find another body to connect to. And it would be and it'll be peaceful, right? Like people would know that you didn't really fit. They would see you go somewhere where you did fit. And that would be awesome, right? It shouldn't be any tension. It shouldn't be any any conflict. But the church isn't here to serve you, right? Like every pastor isn't here to be your teacher. Like we all don't have the same giftings. Like some, like I said, a lot of people in the occupation of a pastor don't have the gifting of being a pastor. They don't have patience for people. Right, they don't know how to lead people. Right, they can't. They can't deal with conflict. Right, it's hard for them to have crucial conversation. Like, um, which all those things you need if you gotta equip people because you gotta you gotta convict people and you gotta rebuke people sometimes when you're developing them. That's just how it goes. Right, that's in management. That's in leadership. That's in pastoring. Um, You gotta have some difficult conversations. So that would be my my answer to the question. And yes, that was one question. And that is 15 minute video because this pastor Roy and that's how things go. But. that is the answer to the question, uh, for the discord community. So if you're not in the discord community, join it, right? Like instead of commenting on YouTube, cause I'm probably not going to respond. I'm busy. Got things to do. Love y'all. Might hit you with a like every now and again. Um, but got a lot of stuff to do. So, um, so yeah, but I try to, you know, narrow my focus and be able to, I'm be able to do few things well. So with that discord, 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 I can't say it enough discord, right? If you want to talk to to, to the Savage Truth Network, if you want to talk to Pastor Roy, Discord. Other than that, you might catch me on LinkedIn. I'm not on any other social media, so less is more. You want to connect? Um, definitely hit us up on Discord. Uh, jump into the channels. Jump into the Ask Pastor Roy channel. You can also jump into the Ask Lady Kina channel um, for the uh, for the for the women in the Savage Truth Network to ask um, ask some questions there in a in a nice controlled environment for those that join. But Love y'all. Appreciate it. Thank you for the question uh, from the Savage Truth uh, family, from the Discord family. And uh, yeah, we'll be back again with another topic. You'll also catch this on the Savage Truth podcast. If you're not following and subscribing, when you can't catch the video, catch the audio on your favorite streaming platform. So like I try to say and try to remember, please don't judge Christ by Christians. Judge Christ by Christ. Let him testify to his own greatness because all of us get it wrong. God bless you. Peace out. They keep asking who I am. I just tell them I'm a Christian. Occupation your a description. I just tell them I'm a Christian. Nationality, ethnicity. I tell them I'm a Christian. Keep the hyphens in division.